Okay, I don't know if this is the right way to go, but I've decided to break it up, um, the last, break the last bit of this season up into a chunk of four and a chunk of three instead of a chunk of five and two or just a chunk of seven. I probably could have done a chunk of seven, but I decided not to. Um, so we're here now. Uh, episode 16. Um, I originally wrote down, oh hell yeah, and then I realized that this was not the episode that I thought it was. I thought it was digital estate planning, which is actually the, the, going to be the start of the next little bit that I record. Um, but this is the episode in which um, Abed and Annie spend a whole lot of time in the dreamatorium together. This is like a solely Abed and Annie episode, even though other people do show up in this. Um, I will say I cried like I genuinely teared up at this episode for whatever reason it was hitting me hard today um so this is this is such a fun episode it's such a good concept um so the way that this works is that Annie tries to set up Troy and Britta it's really cute actually the way that she picks up on this and tries to set them up um and Abed is kind of not having that and he's like okay fine I guess Annie can come play in the dreamatorium with me instead of Troy and okay whatever um uh I just, most of my notes for this are like incoherent screaming and quotes from this episode. Um, so one of the quotes that I wrote down is, you don't have a patent on being a control freak, Abed, which is what Annie says, which I just think is so good. Um, this episode is so good because like, you know, like I said, what community does really well is mashing up different characters, like, uh, at different times. And... Abed and Annie really don't get mashed together much until later, like, you know, once Troy and uh, Shirley leave the show and, and Pierce. Um, but I think this is, like, the first time they get smushed together ever, and it's just so good because they are such similar people when it comes to, like, being control freaks and, like, being anxious people. Like, you know, Jeff does does seem to, like, hold a little bit of anxiety in him, um, but, like, everybody else seems to... And, you know, even him, do, like, everybody seems to be very, like, go with the flow, like, we'll figure it out kind of, kind of people, um, and Ovid and Annie seem to be the most, like, control, like, type A of the group, um, so it's kind of fun to see them together, and to see them, like, as friends together in this, in this episode, um, I just wrote, like, like, Ovid, gosh, um, I don't remember what that was for, um, I think it was just the start of, like, um, Abed showing how the dreamatorium works and showing how he thinks that the date between Troy and, and Britt is going to go. Um, but also I just like, I love the effects of this, of this, um, episode of like showing the dreamatorium and showing Abed in the dreamatorium. Um, Annie has this line where she talks about like people bend over backwards to cater towards Abed. Um, which is just another like hard hitting, like gut punch of like, you know, maybe it's sort of a little bit true, but, like, also, but, like, you know, can you blame people? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, there also is this really good line that she said, like I said, all I wrote down was, like, quotes, basically. Um, she says, uh, you know how you wanted me to tell you that, uh, when you were being scary weird instead of cute weird? Um, which is just a fun line, but it's also just, like, a very, very good reminder of, like, all of the relationship building that happens off screen of these characters um because like there are time jumps in between episodes um like i said with the the bottle episode that shows up like they show all those clips of like things that like happened that we just didn't get to see um 
Like, there's so much more to their stories than just what we see on the episodes, and it's so nice to be reminded of that fact. Every time we are reminded of that fact, it makes me feel so happy. Um, and especially when it comes to, like, these relationship-building things of, like, you know, Abed felt comfortable enough with Annie to say, like, hey, I trust you to, to tell me when I'm being cute and when I'm being scary, and to, to let me know when so I can fix the, the latter, um, which is just so very good. Um... I also really love it when Annie leans into the dreamatorium things. Like, she's so good at it when she, like, lets herself be imaginative and creative and, like, silly and stuff like that. Um, and so it's just so nice to see her take that plunge and, like, do that. Um, this episode just kind of hurts because we see so much of Abed's, like, insecurity. Um, he has this line where he, like, talks about, like, you know, why he's not in this fantasy world is because um, Abed's been filtered out because nobody needs him. And, like, you know, I, I have been, I, this, this podcast, this fake podcast is 24-7 Abed loving hours. Um, and I've been saying multiple times about how much Abed cares about this group and how much his whole thing is, like, he has to make sure that this group stays together. Like, that is his whole, like, mission um, in this show. And a lot of it is, like, you know for him like some of you know a, a great deal of it is for like this group as a whole and to benefit the group as a whole but like you know his his sort of thought is like i need to keep this group together because this is like where i know my place um and these are the people that i care about and i need to keep them together because if i don't like what the fuck is going to happen um and it's just so very good and so this is so very clearly like this little bit where he's like you know like people don't need me like uh it doesn't matter if if i'm the person who's keeping this group together like if I wasn't here like it would be fine and it's so sad like it's just so sad um you know he talks about like when everybody is like finally fed up with me like this is where I'll get put and he like talks about like being in the locker that he was in when he was like bullied in in high school or whatever and how um you know, his relationships with people now, he's still always waiting for them to get fed up with him and then just shove him off to the side, which is just so sad. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Um, gosh. Um, but the way that Annie deals with this is so goddamn good. She, like, points out the fact that, like, you know, the way that you're playing Jeff is incorrect because Jeff cares about Abed and you're playing him as if he doesn't care about Abed and that's just wrong. And, like, Abed has to, like, take a second and, like, realize that. that. And then she, um, she, you know, she brings up this po whole point about, like, um, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is uh, sorry that's another another thing that I want to say but she just like she is so good in this episode about like acknowledging the parts of Abed that are so very similar to her own anxieties and addressing them and like you know taking a step back and like realizing what will help them um this whole episode was really just like an Annie and Abed like bonding episode and it was so 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 good um on a sort of unrelated note, Annie has this episode about, like, how, or this, this, um, statement that she says about how she's not, uh, she's not actually in love with Jeff, she's just in, in love with the idea of being loved, and that, like, you know, if she can make somebody like Jeff love her, then she can make anyone love her. Um, love this. Love the self, like, realization that she has in order to know that that's, like, the case. So good. Um, so very in support of my lesbian Annie just thoughts and vibes um 
And I will say that's like, that is one of the things that I love the most is like lesbian Annie BFFs with like Troy and Abed in, in this queer little household that they have going on. I will say I do also like, this was a very Annie and Abed episode and Annie and Abed hang out a shit ton at the end when once like Troy has gone and Abed needs like another person. Um, and I do kind of like them together. Like it is, it is a vibe. Um, so I will say I do like, I do, I am okay with that. I am okay with that. Um, I also really like the like Annie, Abed, Troy, like triumvirate they've got going on as a friendship, like first and foremost, but like, I, I can see some vague, some vague romance happening there. Um, if, if we, if we do away with my, my prime thing, which is my, my prime thesis, which is that. 100% Annie is, like, dealing with compulsive heterosexuality throughout this entire, um, entire TV series, um, mostly surrounded by Jeff. And see, like, the the whole thing about, like, the idea of, like, uh, we don't, I I don't need love, I'm just in love with the idea of being loved is such a, like, a a, a jumping off point for that, um, anyway, this was just, this was such a good episode, it, like, makes me, it hurts my soul, but then it heals my soul, just this idea of, like, it's just, just Abed. I just think too hard about Abed and I cry. Um, that's, that's the way it goes. I think too hard about Abed and I, like, vibrate out of my skull is what it is. Um, episode 17, I wrote, ah, this is the crack bandit. And then I wrote, oh, no, it's not, but it's still a good one. Um, this is another episode that I just wrote down. Pierce is still good. I will say in this entire chunk of episodes, again, Pierce is still a good person. He has, like, redeemed himself. He hasn't said anything, like, remotely, like, problematic. Like, he's just chilling there. And, like, he could continue to chill there, but he doesn't in the next series. And it's just fucking annoying. Um, oh, this is an episode in which they're parodying, par- period, parody, parod, parody, fuck parodying parody yes they're parodying um law and order um i again like these kinds of episodes i'm just hooked like i don't even like i don't write anything down because i'm just like anytime there's a themed episode i'm like so ingrained in the plot and in the differences in like the 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 shooting style um and because of those differences it just like goes like everything just goes by quicker and i'm like oh my gosh what's gonna happen next um it's so good um the person playing the like autopsy lady doctor or whatever was fucking ace she's like so cool like she does she plays it so well she's like probably this like one-off character who you know gets paid very little and she like steals the cake there um it's just a good episode parody i love when they do parodies troy reads these like fake miranda rights to um todd when he takes him in about like you know you you have the right to remain silent anything you can't you say in uh will not be held against you at all because we have no right rights here but we would like it if you come with us thank you please um it's just so fucking good um I love it when, like, these episodes, like, they just dive you straight into this new world that you have to inhabit, um, without any warning and without any sort of, like, preamble or intro or anything like that. It's just, it's so amazing. Um, I just, it's just, I I don't know. Like I said, I don't have much to say. Uh, It's such a fun vibe of, like, Troy and Abed switching off playing bad cop and good cop because they both want to play it at some point. It's so cute. Um... Annie and and Shirley being really good at their jobs respectively Jeff having a heart it's just good good vibes good vibes um 
The end tag is the the one with Troy and Abed in their bunk beds in the study room, um, which I've just seen the bloopers of so many times that it's hard to 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 divorce it from that, which is very good. Um, episode eighteen is the one where Starburns is dead. Um, you know, Troy has this whole thing about like not liking death and like they they kind of like riff about Starburns all the time. I just one of these bullet points that I wrote down is just Starburns. I don't know if that meant to indicate the plot to me or if that meant anything else, but whatever. I don't know it at this point. Um, I also wrote down, oh shit, is this where the Chang thing pops off? Because this is where the Chang thing starts to pop off. Um, this is kind of the turning point of the season towards like the the, the sort of end. Uh, even though I think that episode 20, which is like the, the first one that I'll start with next time, um, is kind of a little bit like out of this this whole arc, of this whole Chang arc. Um this is where things start to go south for the study group and start to go right for Chang. Um, I, w- I wrote down that I was kind of sad that they didn't do more throughout this season, but I think that's incorrect, actually. They kind of, like, pepper in this idea that Chang is going to start taking things over, and I think they do it in a very in a very good way. Um, it's just, like, it hasn't happened in the past couple of episodes, and so this is, like, kind of a reminder that, oh, yeah, Chang is, like, starting to come to power. Um... I don't really know what to say about this one. It's just a very, like, plot setty uppy episode is what I wrote down. Um, but I love this arc of, like, this whole Chang arc. Um, they get expelled in this episode, which is just such a nice touch. I think that's, like, so, like, like duh. Like, if you have characters who are going to a school and, like, you want to extend this plot and it's a comedy or whatever, like, you've got to expel them at some point. Of course you do. Um... And so all of them are kind of down for a bit. And then Troy has this little, like, sunshiny line that he has. I wrote, TROY BABY SUNSHINE, in all caps, um, where he brings everybody together and is like, you know, like, listen, like, actually, I don't remember what he says, but it's something along the lines of, like, you know, like, we shouldn't, we should be proud of ourselves or we should, we should be happy about Greendale or whatever, whatever the deal is. Um, and Abed is like, yeah, like, you know, we'll stay together and blah, 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 and joins the, the train of, like, positivity, which is just good vibes good vibes again like this is an episode that's like so weird in that like i don't think i'd ever watch that episode like on its own like it only serves as an episode to further like the next to set up the next like little bits of plot which is you know what you you've got to have happen in in shows every now and then um and finally episode 19 is the episode where they all go to a therapist um uh, my first bullet point says, police bad, but I do love this police officer character. And this is the guy that's shown up multiple times. Um, he shows up to, uh, teach about gun safety earlier on. He shows up as, like, the person who, like, takes down the notes about, like, Annie faking the burglary for, for Abed's DVD. Um, and he shows up here, uh, randomly, like, to say, like, Abed, you can't trespass, um, even though I love your cosplay and I would, like, take a bullet for you if you were at a Comic-Con. Also, your brick is, like, really super old. He's just such a fucking good character that I just, like, I love him whenever he pops up. Um, it's terrible. Um, I also, <laughs> this just, this episode is, like, another one that's full of, like, just relatable Abed content where he's, like, they have this, like, line where he's, like, uh, Jeff is like, he can't go to the doctors without his friends. And like, he just shows up to the therapist with like all of his BFFs in tow. Um, and I'm not reminded of the fact that like, I was just recently thinking about like the, like, 
going to to new doctors and the fact that I'm like I would not consider doing it unless I had like at least one person to like hold my hand while I while I have to go to the doctors honestly um it's just such a vibe um and he's got his bi pride jacket <laughs> he's got his bi pride jacket on which is fucking ace um and he's also does like he's got a I wrote this down like multiple times in this thing he's got he like plays with this fidgety toy that's like um it's kind of like a hexaflexagon but it's like metal and it's got balls in it and I wanted like I wanted to grab it from him <laughs> like I was reaching like I'm touching my computer now and I'm like leaving stains on it I'm like I want to reach into it and grab it and take it from you and fiddle with it um and then he later gets to play with those like um those metal pull aparty puzzle boys that I wrote is what I wrote down. I don't know what they're actually called. They're like wrought iron puzzles. Um, and the physics department at, at college had a shit ton of them. And I never figured out any of them except for one of them, I think. And, and it makes me want to just touch them and pull them apart. And like now my, now my bones are, are exploding. <laughs> I don't have any good fidgety things in my household right now, which means I might have to go whittle some more. Or like do some jumping jacks or something. Um, anyway, it's just good, good, good Abed content. Um, I also Pierce has this good line where he, you know, the 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 fake psychiatrist is talking about how Abed is, um, you know, needs to be committed to a mental institution, and Pierce says, uh, you know, we're all kind of crazy town banana pants. And it's just such a good line. It's so true. Um, and then, like, there's a later line that Jeff has of, like, you know, yes, like, who of us has not had a banana in his or her pants at some point? And I'm like, they're taking this so seriously. It's so good. Um, this is also another clip episode, um, similar to the, the, the bottle episode with the pen, where they kind of, like, show little bits and pieces of, like, you know, things we actually, didn't actually see in, um, in the show, which I just, I love. Like, it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, you could, you know, this probably is saving some sort of money, but, like, you could save a ton of money and just show clips of things that actually happened, and instead they care about, like, filling in these, like, little gaps with more details and more character work, and it's just so, it's so, 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 so good. We get these, like, dumb little, like, um, courses that Greendale offers, like, baby talk and ladders, um, we get the Dean caring so much about these characters in these flashbacks and, like, showing how much he, like, loves them, which is so good. Um, we also get, like, this ridiculous, like, paintball flashback to show that, like, yeah, paintball definitely did happen this year, but we just didn't see it as an episode, um, which is just, it's just so good. Um, but yes, what else do I have to say about this episode? Um, Donald Glover has this really good point where he he does this thing where like there's a flashback in which he injures his hand um and then he the the, the psych, fake psychiatrist says something about Abed's misadventures or whatever and uh, uh Troy says something like you know like oh these are such cool adventures and then he like goes to sling an, an arm around Abed and he's like yeah like very manly and he realizes he's not being manly so he like moves his arm and then he goes to shake his hand and he winces because his hand is actually broken and we've just established that and it's just such a good like combination of things um and it just reminds me of so much about like how Donald Glover's physical comedy is like unmatched on the show. It's just it's so good. He has a sense of, such a sense of body, um, and he you know like with his dance and stuff like that, but also just so specifically with comedy, and it's very good. Um, I wrote down gaslight gatekeep girl boss psychiatrist, which is what happens in this episode. Um, 
and how it's it's so ridiculous that it pokes fun at these like creepy alternatives to, sh to like to what happened in the show theories like you know the Rugrats is actually about like all of these babies who died or like all of the moms who are in psych wards or like whatever like all of those edgy edgy um AUs or you know theories or whatever um it's also just kind of ridiculous because like the plan of this fake psychiatrist was like I'm gonna like make you think that that the green deal isn't real and then they do come right back in and Abed's like I've got like 80 billion pictures on my phone and and he's like I'm literally wearing a green deal backpack and I'm like you know as this is happening I'm sitting there thinking like all they've got to do is like google like green deal and then they see it this is not a very well thought through plan but it's just such a very like unique and intriguing way to set up to both poke fun at things and also to set up like this next little like arc with with uh chang and his whole his whole greendale takeover and it's it's very good um anyway this episode these 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 couple of episodes are very good um i think i managed to talk through this very very fast i think it's probably because the word speed that is coming out of my mouth is very large it's, it's a very high number compared to usual um and also this is only four episodes because next time i'll talk about three um i think i'm gonna take a drink of water and go f explode my bones goodbye fuck end this please